Hansen v. Hansen, 2023, ARC App 363. The Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed an order which changed custody in the mother from the original decree to joint custody and in giving the father decision-making over medical matters. The trial court considered the mother's filing of a family in need of services petition as a material change in circumstances, which resulted in this custody change after the court found the procedure was intended by her to be used as a disciplinary tool. Judge Gladwin explained, quote, Amanda Jettin, formerly Hanson, appeals from a March 1, 2022 order of the Columbia County Circuit Court. She argues that the trial court committed reversible error by, one, placing Ernie Hanson in charge of medical decisions for the party's children, two, relying on personal information not in evidence, three, basing the joint custody decision on an unfounded belief that the Family in Need of Services, or FINS, proceeding was a criminal proceeding against MC1, the oldest of the party's children, and four, ordering a change to joint custody of the party's three children, MC1, MC2, and MC3. We affirm, end of quote. There were several other points on appeal, but one of particular interest in whether a mistaken use of a legal procedure, in this case instituting a FINS petition, can constitute a material change in circumstances. Using a FINS petition as a disciplinary measure. The appellant testified she filed the FINS petition to get the attention of the oldest boy. The trial court expressed dismay, and the appeals court opinion agreed, noting this conduct was sufficient to constitute a material change in circumstances to change custody. Quote, Amanda submits she was having serious disciplinary problems with MC1, including poor grades and misbehavior at school. Amanda testified that, on the advice of counselors, she filed a FINS petition to rein in MC1. She notes that, just as intended, his behavior at home and at school changed for the better. She claimed, and MC1 acknowledged, that by the time of the final hearing, MC1 was doing well in all respects. But rather than supporting Amanda's use of the state-sponsored FINS program, the trial court commented, This is, it's really bothersome, Mr. Crane, Amanda's attorney. This is a punishment. She's using the system with serious consequences. She doesn't have any control over the consequences, so I want her to answer. To punish a child, she's used the legal system to punish a child. Well, she testified, your client testified it was used as punishment. That he's scared, what type of psychological, I'll review all my notes and review the testimony. End of quote. On appeal, appellant argued the court erred, but the appellate court disagreed. Quote, Amanda urges that the trial court clearly erred when it punished her for seeking the benefits of the state-sponsored FINS program established to assist families solve such issues. Our review of the record failed to indicate any finding by the trial court that it considered the FINS petition criminal in nature, Rather, it specifically found Amanda not credible and reprimanded her for filing the Finn's petition during the custody dispute and because she had used the legal system to punish a child. Pursuant to the Finn's proceeding, MC1 could be placed on supervision terms that had to be given to him in writing and he could be placed in a detention facility if he violates a court order. 
End of quote. There were other problems that were taken into consideration in changing custody, including the mother's violation of court orders. Violation of court visitation orders. Quote, A parent's violation of court orders is yet another factor that can be considered by the trial court concerning child custody. Storms v. Gleghorn, 2022, ARC App 416. Amanda unilaterally decided when and even whether visitation would occur in violation of the decree. Examples included refusing visitation when the children were out of school for winter break because it was not a holiday, cutting off visitation completely when she learned Ernie had not been giving ADHD medication during weekend visitation, and refusing visitation because the children had been unmasked in an outdoor setting on vacation, despite no one being around them. This is significant because a parent's past action is a good indicator of future conduct. See Collins v. Arkansas Department of Human Services, 2022, ARC App 481. Finally, despite all of Amanda's arguments, the trial court's review of all the evidence led it to find her less than credible, as noted in the trial court's questioning about the Finn's petition and her ultimate admission that it was to teach MC1 a lesson. A trial court weighs credibility, and if it is wanting, it cannot be overlooked. Digby v. Digby, 263, Arc 813. End of quote. Medical decision-making placed in the father. Several other issues on appeal included whether the father should be allowed to make medical decisions. Here, while the father discontinued medication, he said it was on the advice of the physician and he resumed it. The opinion noted the mother would not work with the father in medical decision-making, so there was no error in placing that responsibility on him. End of decision.